There's a brand new Democratic candidate for governor coming to the state of South Carolina. But he's not from here, right? That's correct. In fact, it's not even Joe Cunningham. It's the governor of California. Don't California my Carolina. All that and more on the fastest growing conservative podcast in the state of where? South South Carolina. Carolina. And welcome into the Palmetto Family Matters podcast. He's Dave Wilson. I'm Mitch Prosser, producer today who normally sits in this seat, Justin Hall. Thank you, Justin, for doing an outstanding job on this podcast. A lot of stuff's happening in the state of South Carolina. If you have been driving around the state, you may have spotted new billboards from the gubernatorial candidate of California. Yeah, Gavin Newsom without an E. Google it without the E. on Twitter as well, he's proud to be bringing these ads across the nation. It's as if he's greasing the skids or paving the road for... Oh, I don't know, maybe 2024? Taking over Joe mm-hmm. Biden's seat. This is a really interesting time, Mitch, as we begin to look at what happened. Last week, Newsom came out and started poking some uh, poking the bear, so to speak, <laughs> in Republican states. Uh, I guess that would be no pun intended for the state of California. Yeah. Anyway, he's trying to poke the bear. It's in seven. Maybe he's bringing the bear. He is a bear. Yeah. He's more like a Ken doll than anything else. But that's another story for another day. Really, what we're looking at is seven states where Gavin Newsom is putting out ads, advertising. Yeah. California as an abortion vacation destination state. So it's not just about the issue. And a lot of people, when they hear this, and I remember when we were texting about this just the other day, my first concern was, is Governor McMaster in trouble? Is Joe Cunningham going to gain the upper hand or an advantage by these ads? And the answer may be a little more nuanced than we care to admit. Yeah, I think when you start taking a look, let's take a look at some what some of these ads are. Again, he did these ads in seven states across America. This one, uh, in the state of Texas. Texas doesn't own your body. You do. Learn more at abortion.ca.gov. And it's a girl with handcuffs Handcuffs behind her back. Paid for by, here's the paid for by, I love this, Newsom for California Governor 2022. So he did that one in the state of Texas. He also did the same ad in the state of Ohio. He did the same ad in the state of South Dakota. So here are the seven states. Let's break it down. The seven states where Gavin Newsom has done these ads, including the ad that says, need an abortion? California is ready to help. Learn more at abortion.ca.gov. The part that gets me on this one. this This is big. Is the reference to Mark 1231. The great commandment. It says, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no greater commandment than these. Wow. He's, he's using the, as if a political candidate would ever well, use Isn't the there a separation of church and state here? Um, okay. okay. You know where we stand on that particular <laughs> issue. But it's, it is just, it drives me nuts, yeah. honestly, to sit here and go, Gavin Newsom is sitting here using a Bible yeah. verse to love your neighbor but kill your child. Yeah, the, love the great, love the least of these. Can I just yeah speak about the one who has no voice? But you already know about that. So right. 
it's it's embarrassing uh but they have no shame it's embarrassing that we would use the bible to our advantage instead of in some disingenuous way to purport that we are spiritual this is about loving your neighbor and this is what god says well it's interesting too folks because let's just give you we're going to put up on a map real quick the states where this is actually playing itself out first one state of texas governor greg abbott a big deal. And again, these ads, when he put them out on Twitter, he actually calls out every governor of these states. Second state, Indiana with Eric Holcomb. Mississippi with Tate Reeves. Ohio with Mike DeWine. South Carolina with Governor Henry McMaster. South Dakota with Governor Kristi Noem. And Oklahoma with Governor Kevin Stitt. Why in the world would you target these seven states? What's the point? Okay, hard R states. Let's just, let's keep in mind here. These are typically really hard Republican states. So let's just run through this list real quick. Governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, very much a a pro, uh, want to fight immigration. Absolutely. I mean, he's, he's shipping people to other states and saying, hey, listen, if you want to be a sanctuary state, Gladly, we'll we'll bring. Yeah. They'll crossing our border. We will gladly send them to you to let you sanctuary them. He's there. De- he's definitely pro life. And the other thing, he may be trying to help Robert Francis out a little bit. Beto, for those of you right. that care, um, I cannot call him that. He might be trying to help Robert Francis out a little bit. The guy that's addicted to losing. Right. Um, I'm not quite sure, but Texas is certainly, believe it or not. And it's hard to imagine this. It's a battleground state. Now. It is a battleground state. But Texas also, just if you take a look at an electoral map, mm-hmm. Texas actually picked up two congressional yes. seats in the last census. So yes. when the redistricting took place, two seats moved to Texas. That's a population growth area. Second one, Indiana, Eric Holcomb. Holcomb's not necessarily... Okay, Greg Abbott has a potential for some national... Exposure. He could possibly. He's a possible on a short list for a run for 2024 on the Republican Mm -hmm. side. Eric Holcomb in Indiana. I don't necessarily think Holcomb's the issue, but it could be former governor and vice Vice president President Mike Mike Pence. Pence. So I think that playing that in Pence's own backyard, Mm -hmm. literally, is is not a strange concept for Gavin Newsom to turn around and say, "Hey, listen, I'm going to look at where my my potential." competition would be and start undercutting there. And Indiana has passed some really strong pro-life legislation. Yeah. Governor Governor Pence was responsible for some of that. And I think it's a, another battleground area. And listen, for all of you out there that think that uh, dem- Democrats, and, and this is nonpartisan, but for the sake of the, the conversation here, for all of you out there that think that Democrats just don't know what they're doing, Listen, this is very well calculated. This is this is they're taking advantage of the electoral map, the process, the way these primaries tend to work out. They do. Which leads us to So let's take a look at a few of the other states yeah. that are on here real quick. Mississippi. Why in the world Mississippi, Governor Tate Reeves? The Dobbs case That's originated in the zero. state of Mississippi. Ground it is zero. ground zero for the overturning of Roe v. Wade. They are trying everything they can to take abortion and make it the issue for 2022 as a springboard into 2024. Next state, Ohio, Governor Mike DeWine. Okay, if if you have followed politics at all over an election cycle, you understand the state of Ohio is considered a swing state. I would say it's the key to the Rust Belt. Uh, It it, it really is because Ohio has lost a congressional seat. 
yep. in losing that congressional seat. They still are an important swing state. I would say they're the key to the Rust Belt. They probably are, and and with that, you're you're recognizing they have a little less importance. Mm-hmm. But he's going to want to play. Gavin Newsom's going to want to play in there. South Carolina, first in the South, first in the South primary, it, with the exception of Newt Gingrich in 2012. Yep. South Carolina has picked the Republican and Democratic nominee for president since 1980. So keep in mind when you come to South Carolina. We are a bellwether as to what's going to be That's happening because right. right after South Carolina is Super Tuesday. Exactly. And that is momentum swinging into those particular races. Now, here's the question. Let's let's talk about this from a South Carolina mm-hmm. perspective. Do you think Gavin Newsom running ads on abortion in South Carolina helps or hurts Joe Cunningham right now? I would say that it most likely hurts him. And the reason I would say that it hurts him is because we still have passed pro-life legislation. And there are a lot of South Carolinians, the polling shows South Carolinians believe in life. You watching this podcast, you believe that life should be cherished. And so I think as they continually force this issue, while it may help pick up a little bit of name ID, which that's what all this is about. That name is pretty big on the bottom of those ads. Gavin Newsom. I think the importance here is it's galvanizing. We used to talk about in political theory, everybody going after those that 5 to 7% of uh, redeemables, those undecided votes in the middle. I think now what they're trying to do is galvanize the base. We're, we're making things more pro-life. We're making things more pro-abortion. So as he continues to talk about this issue, it could create some sort of uh, fatigue on behalf of Democratic voters, liberal voters. I don't know that it's going to help Joe Cunningham. I as okay, much as I, we I see Cunningham because he has made abortion such an issue in South Carolina. Yeah. I think for his base of people, it kind of gives this little. It's kind of like standing in the ocean, and every now and then this little wave kind of comes over, but it's not the big wave that's going to right. carry him in. Right. I I really think, in the way that the political calculus could work, Mitch. I think Gavin Newsom, kind of giving an attaboy. I'm going to push this in South Carolina. Yeah. It does does a okay name ID in, in the in an early primary state in the first in the South primary. But I think the other side of it is this: it's an attaboy to Joe Cunningham, who has consistently yeah. run against age. Yeah, that's true. So Joe Cunningham has made an issue that there ought to be age limits on how old you can be to run for public office. <laughs> now let's just take into account he's saying that about Henry McMaster. He's saying that about. Joe Biden, he yeah. says that about Nancy Pelosi, he says that about Jim Clyburn. I would not go against Jim Clyburn in South Carolina. That's just me. Yeah. But that's another story for another day. Can you imagine the kids running the candy store? Oh my word. Wow. But think about it from this standpoint. Gavin Newsom does a little bit of a bump for somebody. Hey, yeah. listen, let me help you here in South Carolina. The guy who says we need to be running against age because in 2024, if Gavin Newsom puts himself up as a presidential contender, yeah. he is going to run against Joe Biden's of, age. Of course, and that's exactly it. So I would guarantee, and I, I we haven't seen any uh, releases yet. Uh, they may be forthcoming. I will guarantee that Governor Newsom will visit the state on behalf of Joe Cunningham at some point in the next couple of weeks. Because as this election ramps up and funnels down into November the 8th, Joe Cunningham going to need every push he can get, that right. wave to and get I, him and across. I think, I think California, I think 
Newsom is looking at this going, I've got California taken care of. Yeah, because of keep in mind, this is paid for by one of the things in, in political advertising, having been in that part of the business at one point in time in my life, there's a little line down there and it's always surrounded by a little box that says paid for by. Again, the pay for by on this one. Let me just read it to you out loud. Paid for by Newsom for California Governor 2020. I'm going to put up on the, we're going to put up on the screen real quick the ad that he's running in South Carolina. South Carolina does not own your body. You do. Learn more at abortion.ca.gov. Paid for by Newsom for California Governor 2020. So, Mitch, he is using his gubernatorial state campaign funds the war to chest. pay for ads in other states. Yeah. Now, he's not an announced candidate, so he's not crossing no. he's not crossing federal lines. Yep. On, on ethics for his spending of his money. It's his choice. It's what he's going to do. Sure. But he's using his state campaign funds to run ads in seven Republican red states to talk about abortion. Two more states that he's talking about. South Dakota, Christy Nome. Until she had the issue yeah. with... Uh, was it Save Women's Sports? Yeah, I think it was Save Women's Sports, she which she actually vetoed and right. kind of yeah. flip-flop on that one. She was seen as like the next female oh, voice yeah. and, and still is uh, but but I think you can see right there he's making a specific play against Christy Nome. he sees her as a potential contender and finally Oklahoma with Kevin Stitt I think you got the Oklahoma Texas absolutely little, little square right there up and, into Kansas where yeah. Mike Pompeo is from right uh, I think Oklahoma's a good flyover state play right and, and I, again Tornado Alley right there. <laughs> no offense to Oklahoma. Great people, Boomer Sooner. There you go. So when you look at this, you take a look at Texas has picked up congressional seats. Ohio is losing congressional seats, uh, but they're still considered that Rust Belt. They've yes. got, he's got to be able to start tapping into yep. Joe Biden land because Joe's going to run as the union president. That's if right. you haven't seen what he's oh. done over the last few weeks. Inflation Reduction Act. There you go. Unionization. And so when we look at that, I think, so the 24 implications on this, I think you could very easily say, Mitch, Newsom is trying to do everything he can to begin to clear out some land to create Absolutely. that airstrip for himself to come into South Carolina Absolutely. and these other states to make an impact. So each one of them is regionally specific, and all of them he's pushing one issue it's a battleground issue of abortion. Now, I don't believe in playing games. I love what Representative Gary Smith said a couple of weeks ago on the, from the well on the House floor. He said, life is not a game. But it amazes me that far and above conservatives, the, these liberals continually play the game with life. Right. But they're playing the game with a lot of other issues as well. We've taken a look at some of these other issues. He he, he attacked, by the way, if you're wondering, he attacked a gubernatorial candidate who is also potentially a Republican candidate for president a so, while back. So he so Gavin Newsom has spent money also in the state of Florida. But this it's is not on deal. these it's not on these ads that, that we've talked about today. We want to show you this ad that Gavin Newsom ran, I think it was on Independence Day. Yeah. Yeah. In the state of Florida, about the freedoms you can have in California, watch this. It's Independence Day, so let's talk about what's going on in America. Freedom, it's under attack in your state. Your Republican leaders, they're banning books, making it harder to vote, restricting speech in classrooms, even criminalizing women and doctors. 
I urge all of you living in Florida to join the fight or join us in California, where we still believe in freedom, freedom of speech, freedom to choose, freedom from hate, and the freedom to love. Don't let them take your freedom. Paid for by Newsom for California Governor 2022. Sounds like William Wallace, doesn't he? Oh my word, the, the whole freedom, yes. uh, freedom, we're gonna give you freedom. Of speech, freedom to choose, freedom from hate, and freedom to love. Who you wanna love? He's a champion of the people. Yes, he is. Kendall is a champion. <laughs> I just love the fact, yes, that, you know, okay, have you, have you tried, yeah. Two good-looking governors there. I'm not, yeah, I mean, you, you know. really want to go there on a Monday morning? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Do, are Ladies you like having football fatigue today or something? Yeah, yeah. Monday night football's right around. Oh the my word! If if this weekend was not there. enough, Ooh. however your teams went, yeah, that's how your teams went. Okay, so on that particular note, we will move on because Gavin Newsom is laying the groundwork. Keep in mind, Florida also picked up how many seats did they pick up uh, in the congressional? Uh, they picked up another congressional seat. So their value is a little bit higher than yeah. they used to be before. Let's just go back, Mitch, for one last time. And let's take a look at the change map yep. of what has happened. And if you take a look at this, you can see on your screen, you're going to see blue states and red states. The blue states are ones that have predominantly gone Democrat over mm -hmm. the last few cycles. The red states have won Republican in the last few cycles. Oregon and California, that's kind of a, they cancel each other out on that one. Right. Montana picks up one. Montana. And that's not really, that's not considered a battleground state. No, it's, it's not. traditionally but, a red but state. But it, it is a strong red state. Jeff Lavlosky is our, our our colleague there in Montana. They are a very strong conservative voice. Yeah. They've picked up, a, they've picked Absolutely. up a, one. Uh, Colorado picked up one if you yep. want to go smoke your weed. Joe, you're welcome to True. go to Colorado. You can get all the weeds you want there at the Gas and Grass, <laughs> three blocks from the state capital. Um, Texas picked up two. Again, Another reason why to attack Texas Battle because it's a battleground state now. Illinois has lost. Chicago lost. A, maybe it's because Lori Lightfoot Run. lost more people this past weekend. Uh, Michigan's lost one. Ohio lost one. So did West Virginia, Pennsylvania, New York. Everybody is like moving from like the cold. The Rust Belt and cold. Yeah. Cold land. Welcome to South Carolina. There you Light go. Came. So uh, North Carolina actually picks up a congressional yes. seat as well. It's really interesting that you see this departure. Mm-hmm. In California, you know, here's Gavin Newsom in this ad running against Ron DeSantis mm -hmm. in Florida saying, come to California because you're bleeding people. That's right. You are losing people. Less, maybe it's because in your big thing here, you didn't allow free speech when it came to people being able to go to church. Freedom you didn't have a right to choose whether or not you wore a mask or not, or whether or not you could actually whisper uh, seeing above a whisper in, in your church. In late, in in current news, maybe you could have the freedom to choose what kind of vehicle you drive. Maybe so, because mm. California, by 2030, mm. they're no longer going to be allowed to sell. By the way, 90% of our power across the United States comes from what natural resource? Coal. Coal. Imagine and so that. stressing the grid in California, Gavin Newsom doing it right now. So you have Gavin Newsom talking about freedom from hate. And yet he has shown his absolute disdain Vitriol. for the faith community and freedom to love. I remember this thing yes. about God being love. He yes. is love. He's not just the embodiment of love. He, he is, is love. love. Maybe that's why Gavin Newsom's cheating off of Paul's homework. I, don't know. I mean, he, then again, he does quote 
Mark. Mark. Yeah. He's hoarding Jesus. Yeah. Love your neighbor as your... Great commandment. <sighs> He's the champion of the people. Please. Do not... What is it? Don't California... My, my Carolina. Carolina. On that note, we're going to move on to a couple other things. Nationally, I think you got to start asking the question, are national issues starting to bleed themselves into South Carolina politics? They always do. Yes. It's typically done in yeah. the presidential election year. Welcome to the nonstop we're on steroids of politics yes. in South Carolina because we always are. Keep in mind this. In in leap year, in case you don't know this one, presidential elections always happen on the leap year. They give you an extra day to think about your choice. Really? Do I need that much? Seriously? <sighs> okay, so you've got that happening. So presidential elections happen in the leap year. Then you kind of got this year off. And then you got the statewide elections the next cycle. And then the next year, you got everybody who's wanting to run for president coming in the year before into South Carolina because we're the first in the South primary. They're coming in that year before to get ready for the presidential elections. So politics never really stops in South Carolina, and neither do we. That's why we're here for you. So if you want to support what it is that we do, please go to palmettafamily.org slash donate and invest in the work that we're doing because if you're watching the fastest growing conservative podcast, if you're going to an Ali Beth Stuckey event with That's us right. on October the 15th. Just a couple days away. The Gear Up Conference 2022. We're going to have Ali Beth Stuckey, Aaron Getz. We've got some other great conservative speakers lining up, Chad Conley being one of those. Speaking of Gear Up, if you use the promo code Gear Up at the ticket page right now, you get a discount on any tickets that you buy. Use promo code Gear Up. For one word, Ali G-E-A-R-U-P. Gear Up. One, one, word. one word. And and get that discount. Go ahead and get your tickets now. They're going they are beginning to move quickly. We're going to also have a special uh, event with Allie. For those of you who want to do a special event, we're going to be talking about that a little bit later. Yes. But get your tickets now because they are on sale. We have a phenomenal opportunity for you to get geared up for 2022. This is going to be as we're moving into the election. You know, I go back to what we talked about in the primary, Mitch. Mm-hmm. We're only one in six Registered voters in the South Carolina actually showed up yeah. for an election. Yeah, just over 17%. That's pitiful. It absolutely is. We've got to gear up. We've got to show up. We've got to activate. You know, the church, I believe, is engaged and equipped. It's time for them to become activated. And what we need are people of faith, courage, and conviction to step up to the plate, rise up to the occasion, gear up, and get out to vote, and get your friends out to vote. We're going to have poll watcher training, mm-hmm. other things happening that day. October the 15th, mark it down, buy your tickets. The other reason why this is so important, and and it goes back to what we were talking about before, the national issues are bleeding themselves into politics. You've got the abortion issue. You have the, the U.S. Senate are they or are they not going to take up the redefinition? They're not the respect. Yeah. The redefinition of Marriage Act. Which is which is the codification of the Supreme the terrible Supreme Court decision of Obergefell versus Maryland. Right. And it, they have basically said the the DOMA, which was yep. Defense of Marriage, Defense Act. Of Marriage Act. President Clinton. They're now ironically, <laughs> they're now going to replace that with the respect for or I want to call it the redefinition, redefinition of, marriage of Marriage Act. Um, so that that now codifies that you can marry anybody you want to willy-nilly. And it doesn't put age restrictions on there. And let me tell you this, it does not stop at homosexual marriage. And for those of you watching right now, you're like, oh, love is love. It doesn't stop at homosexual marriage. It is going to threaten 
Christian businesses and churches, not just on homosexual marriage, but on what is now being called a thruple, polygamous relationships. It's in the bill. So if you're Nancy Pelosi and you have to pass it before you read it, check out the bill. It's got some pretty, really awful stuff in it. So abortion, gay marriage, that's the Democratic side. But we talked about this a few weeks ago. George Barna did a, a major national Huge. poll. And let's talk about issue number one. It's the economy, stupid. stupid. When you look at that, okay, your gas prices, when the poll was done, gas prices were like astronomically like yeah. five bucks plus in South Carolina. Thank yeah. goodness President Biden has brought them down. Oh, my word. It's him. Seriously? He's out there like making sure. So, hey, hey, I'm going to just just knock on Gav real quick because Gav Newsom really wants oh. to turn around. And, oh, and Gov Gav? Gov Gav. Ken Doll of California. Ooh. Ooh, there you go. So when you look at this, I mean, seriously, we sit here and we were going, we've got gas at $5 a gallon. And I'm freaking out because I've got a lot of drivers at my house yeah. and, and vehicles to travel with a lot of people. Okay. My son has to take a baseball, his baseball team's playing a game in Spartanburg. He has to drive his car there mm -hmm. and back. It was a hundred bucks back in the, in the spring, in the summer. To be able to go from Lexington, South Carolina to Spartanburg. Okay, compare that to, please come to life in California where there's freedom of speech and to choose and love and hate and whatever, where gas lives at $5 a gallon right now. They're just hoping that they can get down to a, a price below 5 bucks. Here's the thing about that. Inflation has hit on the on the energy side, yeah. those numbers are starting to, to to push down a little bit because Joe Biden opened up the strategic oil reserves, right? And is now we're we're now spending basically our savings money to keep the gas prices low. In yeah, some places, rainy day. It's a rainy, rainy day, day in yeah. America. Rainy day in America again. Ooh, it sounds like a good. Oh, that'd be a political great day. <laughs> It's a rainy day in America again. All right, but the other part about that we we talked about this yesterday or, or not yesterday last week yeah. on off offline because yep. we talk a lot here in a the lot. office a lot but it's the price of food yeah uh, yeah way out the roof i mean the average grocery bill has gone up 13 to 15 percent just a few of the items of the eggs okay eggs is like the worst 80 80 some percent right the it's price of eggs have gone crazy. up. There goes your protein bill. Yeah. Chicken was up like 33%. Mm -hmm. Milk was up. Milk. It costs more to buy milk than gas. Yeah. That's just... That blows your mind. So it is the economy. The other part about it is, is don't mess... The, the, the Barna survey said, you know, don't mess with my family. That's right. Don't mess with my kids. Moms and dads, grandparents, as you're listening to this or you're listening to this and you have friends who don't understand these issues, please share this with them so that they know and understand it. Please keep them in the loop about what's going on. This is the, the fastest growing conservative podcast in South Carolina. We have eclipsed in the first half of the month. We have eclipsed our biggest month ever. And that's because of you. You are making this possible. You are part of the Palmetto family community. And we appreciate when you partner with us. We appreciate when you share what it is that we do because you are integral in making this information available to other people and making the conservative voice in South Carolina stronger, and it needs to be. 
So yep. if you want more information about what we're doing, continue to go to our website, palmettofamily.org. You can go over there to the donate page if you believe in what we're doing here on this podcast, if you believe it's worthy of your investment. If you want to hear more about what's happening in the state of South Carolina on the fastest growing conservative podcast in the state, make sure you click on palmettofamily.org. Excellent website. A lot of great information. You can download our app. All kinds of great tools out there for you. So to wrap up today, there are a lot of national issues that are coming out there. The economy, people want the, their families protected. That's one of the reasons why you you listen to and you watch this podcast. But people are looking for better leaders. Yeah. A higher yeah, caliber. A higher caliber of leader. So Gavin Newsom is now spending his money to help you... Actually, not you, because you would never fall for that because <laughs> you listen to this podcast and you actually believe in conservative Christian biblical values. But Gavin Newsom is trying to put himself out there as the potential of a better leader for America because I can tell you with certainty right now, he does not believe that that is Joe Biden. That's right. He does not believe that that is Nancy Pelosi. You know, I think Joe Cunningham would be considered like GovGav light. Sure. He is trying to make... Vice Governor Wannabe. Vice Governor Wannabe wants to be like California because he would like to make South Carolina California light. Um, And I think when you look at that, that is not where South Carolina wants to be. We need to focus on our economy, the jobs that are coming into our state, the fact that we have a quality of life here that people are flocking to the state. It was really interesting because when the census came out, and we briefly touched on this, when census numbers came out, they actually recognized the fact that there were some states where they did miscalculations. And reality is, I think it was Oklahoma was supposed to have picked up another state, Mm -hmm. and and South Carolina was teetering right there. Less than 100,000 people. Right, to go from seven congressional districts to eight. Do not think that that's probably not going to be happening because we have such in-migration in South Carolina. So here's the deal. If you're you're coming to South Carolina, please, we would love to have you here. Remember why you came. You came here because we're a conservative state and we act and we vote and we think that way. You know what I You're welcome. You know what I think people ought not to bring their California to my Carolina. Carolina. On that, that is the uh, end of this Monday edition of the fastest growing conservative podcast in South Carolina. It's great to have you here at the table. I I mean, it's normally it's like it's I have to back and forth with Justin. (sighs) Yeah, I know. They're just certain days. But he has to save up his voice for many other things that he does. But we're grateful that you're here with us because without you, none of this is possible. So for Mitch Prosser, for Justin Hall, for Kevin Kyle, and our whole team. Wow, I feel like I'm doing Justin thing now. Wow. I feel like Justin Hall. Thanks so much. Oh, (laughs) Oh, thank you so much for being a part of the fastest growing conservative podcast in the state of South Carolina, the Palmetto Family Matters Podcast.